This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome to another episode of the number one AFC Women podcast, the Wombles Had a Dream. My name is Lee Finch, and again, I am going to be joined by the one and only Danny Baker. Danny, how are we? We good? I'm absolutely marvellous, mate. I'm absolutely top of the tree talking about Wimbledon. I'm telling you now, for some reason, I don't know whether it's FIFA, I don't know whether it's the plough lane or whether it's form. Loads of kids are constantly talking to me about Wimbledon, and it's absolutely wicked. Today, they're all talking about playing and they're even were pretending to be players i mean they were mugging me off about um one of them was like oh i'm gonna be ali ali alhamadi and one was gonna be james tilly and they kept missing penalties deliberately which is well out of order <laughs> yeah. um but it just proper like i don't really care i just love the fact that they were really into wimbledon so yes mate i'm wicked how are you more importantly top form mate i'm on top form wimbledon watching wimbledon is really good it's really enjoyable at the moment so and you say about that i We'll come on to Mansfield in a bit, obviously. But I met up with my boy. He lives about an hour from Mansfield. So I picked him up and his mate wanted to come. So as you said, his mates are not a Forest fan. They all live around there and he absolutely loved it. Nil-nil, but he absolutely loved the atmosphere. He was We were right amongst it at the back with uh, Carl, who does Don's on tour, the uh, YouTube channel. Check him out if you haven't. Uh, And they both love it. And Jack wants to go every game. He wants to go Barrow in a couple of weeks. I was trying to work out if I could do it. Cost alone just is a no at the moment. Morecambe, I was talking to Don's vlogs. Uh, he's going up, staying in a caravan. Yeah, I'm, for I'm doing Morecambe. I think. Morecambe. Uh, I've done Morecambe twice before, but again, Jack's like, "Can we go Morecambe?" We, that, it, it, what as you said with Kit, I love it when Jack comes to me and goes, "Can I go Barrow away?" I'm like, <laughs> "Your ultimate answer is yes." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like, not yeah, yeah. can I go Man U? Can are we going Newcastle? Are we going Chelsea? Are we going. Can we go Barrow? Can I go Morecambe? Uh, and like he was buzzing to go Mansfield on Saturday. It's, so it's, it is amazing what a couple of wins go. But on this, I, I was just going to touch base because obviously it's been World Mental Health Week. Have you seen the Norwich video yet? I, I was going to say to you about that. Yes, okay, very... go on. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. 
yeah, very well done, very well put together. Just and, and because it, you I watch it, you, it properly, properly hit me hard. I watched it at work this morning, and I sat there watching it, and I was like, "Wow!" Like, yeah. I got goosebumps got talking of, about it. Hundred percent, because we literally were like, I was watching it, and I haven't spoke, I haven't said to my dad yet, but you know, we've all had little challenges here with mental health stuff, and I know it can be taboo, it cannot be, but we've all got those fans that you turn up and you look, you go to the game, don't have their number barely know their name but you just look forward to catching up talking nonsense to random people about stuff and you know you've got your community around you and the community around us um and it was just a really really excellent video i showed the kids today at school actually and we we're talking a little bit about you know when are you when 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 are you not okay and what do you do if you're not feeling okay but i i, I just thought it was a stunning stunning video and if anyone for those who, who don't know much about what we're talking about, Norwich City, it is Norwich, isn't it? Yeah. They released a video uh, regarding mental health awareness, and it's about a fan who seems a bit down on his luck and a super excited football fan who are going to watch Norwich City. They go every week. They're watching in the rain. They're watching in the sun, win, lose, or draw. And it's obviously everyone knows what it's about, but they don't know the twist, which is obviously the 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 man who's actually struggling with their mental health is the guy who looks super happy, super yep. fun until eventually their game turns up and he, he lends his mate a scarf. Well, I don't um, think I got it as they weren't mates. They kind of met because of the football. Oh, I mean, it, it could be. Whatever That's how was, I got it. I, I, I said, it's such a good video. It's so it, well put together. It gets you because it is. If we haven't, so good. We, we must stick it on our little. Our it's, little it's everywhere on Twitter. You can't. Okay, fantastic. Bow to, but I just, I just watched it. But on a slightly lighter note, I don't know if your missus does this. My lovely wife sitting next to me, and she can't hear me, obviously, because she doesn't. So she zones out during the podcast. I showed her, and within five poxy seconds, she went, I know what happens here. And she literally just guessed it, <laughs> like, straight away. Classic example, she'd be the kind of, I don't know if you've watched, like, particularly suspense films or films with big twists. Can't watch one with her, because she'll guess it within, what, two minutes. And I think it was, was it Sixth Sense? So I'm watching, I'm watching Sixth Sense, I'm watching it, and I ain't seen it before ever. Within 30 seconds, she goes, oh, he's a ghost. And I was like, well, that's an hour and a half ruined. She literally <laughs> picked it. It's the classic, I'm watching a murder mystery, and it's like, okay, this is great. It's a Poirot. I love all that kind of stuff. Midsummer Murders or something, whatever it is. I'm showing my age here. And Hannah will go, yes, yeah, the vicar. She'll like, anyway, um, do you want a cup of tea? And it's like, what do you mean, what? She just, she just, she just knows it. Anyway, it's a paraphrase. Went to a murder mystery night. Okay, so me and Hannah, and, I've, and so I'm eight fortieth. Big shout out to Dave, Millwall fan, but it's not his fault. We've all dressed up as random. I was going to say, is when you dressed up, because one thing I hate is fancy dress. I'm not. Do you know what? And I'm I wanted not, to pull you up on this the other week. I actually. am not big on it, but I was basically I went as Clark Gable, basically the absolute sort yeah, of sex siren, heartthrob actor, which obviously ticks so fat, many of my boxes. A fat boxes Clark Gable, then, yeah? No, not a fat Ben Affleck either. Matt needs to stop here, all right? But we turned up. I mean, all everyone was going, and let's be honest. Every, Wife was getting slaughtered. Everyone was getting bullied. I'm I'm the designated driver, so I'm all right. And I'm looking around. And I've got no idea who's 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 going to basically be the killer. Twenty minutes in, wife gets it. She's like, "Why obviously him?" I was like, "What? How do you know this? Don't know." Is your missus the same? Does your wife or have you no. got a mate who's like Mystic Meg who just knows? The moment something comes on, where it's obviously you know the black bloke did it, or it's the it's the Chinese guy with the dreads, or it's the the girl who is actually the swimmer, but really she's not. She is the murderer behind this bloke. She just it's just incredible how quick she gets his stuff. No, no, I'm obviously like that. ain't like that. But first, I'll come, first off, I want to say with guys the Norwich video, brilliant put together. If 
anyone is ever struggling, please reach out to people. Please talk to someone because you don't have to struggle on your own. There's always someone there. There will be someone there. Samaritans is another one if you want to ring Samaritans. If you if you have no one around you that you feel like you can't speak to, ring a stranger on Samaritans and they'll they'll help you the best they can. Yeah. Uh, with regards to, no, my missus is more the one where you're watching a film with her and she'll be going, or did you, like, who do you think, it, or, or she'll be asking questions. And oh, I'm like, that is, that is really annoying. And I'm like, I'm watching the same film as you. So, I, I, I mean, I'm exactly the same point. I've not watched this film before. But she also, this is another thing that women do that drive me mad. I'm the annoying one, to be fair. I always ask questions, no, but no, I will pause I'd it watch. and I'll go, right. No, well, that's even worse. No, it can't be. Well, if you're watching, like, say, a three and a half hour film and you're pausing it, it's going to be like Who a whole. a three and a half hour film. What is the matter with you? You not watched uh, The Irishman? Oh, that is a terrible film. Great that film. That is an app. No, it's not. It's a horrific film. I've well, it's going to be horrific watching it with you. It's going to take you about a day. You have to have a week off work just to watch it with you. And you're pausing it every minute. Luckily, I've got a couple coming up. So now, my missus, the thing my missus does, she not films related or anything like that. She does this thing like tonight. She went and got, she went and got dinner. Nice. And she got me saying, I don't like. What? So I'm pulling faces. Hold on, hold on. What, is it like a takeaway? Uh, not a takeaway, like a frozen meal, pretty much. Like a takeaway, but not. How can you do a meal that you don't like? You must know what you like and don't like, surely. Well, when it, I'm ordering pizza. Got, well, yeah. not ordering, but it's one of them at Vazda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just got me, like, one I didn't want. And then I'm like, I don't want this one. What do you mean there's a pizza you don't want? Why are you buying pizzas that you don't like? Well, I didn't. She did. What but then I say, but this, and then I say, oh... I didn't want this, Peter. Oh, you're so ungrateful. It's like, well, no. I meant to say, oh, thank you for getting me but saying I don't want. I really hate. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, there is that. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. Do, do, I, I don't I don't have that because I, I do all the food shopping. So, and I won't lie, I do it. I used to do it. My wife's going to look at me and stare at me. But I used to do it because there was a McDonald's in the Asda. And I thought, well, if I go, <laughs> don't laugh. If I'm laughing, it's mine. Yeah, yeah. I would always go and try and get you like a um, cheeky uh, strawberry milkshake on the on route round. That it'd be like my blissful. I'm having a, I'm having a milkshake. I shouldn't have it. My wife's here, and I don't care. So we we need this. We need We need to split up when she was pregnant because that's never I'm, a good time to split up. By the way, being pregnant and split. Up I'm really, I'm good. really quite tight unless it comes to me. So if I go as that, I'll get all the best stuff for me. So Pringles at like three pound a oh, pack and stuff, right? But she said to me, "You're going shop. Can you get me some lunch? I want crusty ham and this or crusty rolls ham, right?" So I went over to shop, and I saw stuff that was on offer or in the the the, the second the hand. Stickers. Yeah, the yellow stickers. Second, second hand. <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? In the second hand. Well, I call it in the second hand. Have you got any second hand ham? No, I don't think. No, so but do you know what I mean? No one wants it. And I thought, well, second hand. So I bought all this cheap stuff, saved money. And then she <laughs> went absolutely ballistic, threw it at me, stormed out the house. When I got what she actually wanted, wouldn't speak for me like the whole day. If there is yeah. an episode name, and if this isn't called second hand ham, I'm going to be absolutely fuming. But yeah, she, yes. Yeah, and I said, I was like, she's like, oh, you're so ungrateful. I'm like, why should I be grateful for something I didn't want? And I don't, now it's giving me chronic indigestion as well, by the way. Yeah, cheers. Well, talking about stuff that gives me chronic indigestion, how many penalties are we going to miss? That's ridiculous now, though, isn't it, Dan? It's, like... it's absolute. I mean, okay, let, let, let's rewind. Do you, a I've bit. got a. I've got What's a... it in? Uh, where... it, it, I can't. The TV I'm, is I'm... inconclusive. I went to the game. I didn't see any of it. I know I was going to see it, but there was a problem with the TV, which yeah, I went is, to the game and you... it's going to upset me. I thought it wasn't a bad penalty, as in the fact it was a great save. The keeper had done his homework. <laughs> 
yeah, on, okay. on, on Chile was just going to whack it, yeah. Because he, he didn't move. He stood no. and he kind of just goes like that and tips it onto the goal. So that, for me, is great homework from the keeper. you got to give him some credit. Yeah. Uh, my would, problem... you have, would you have definitely given it to Tilly or with Ali now with a hat-trick? Or are you thinking, no, we're reverting to type? My, my problem with our penalties at the moment is that we keep swapping and changing them. So we've had Tilly, we've had Ali, we've had who else? Is, uh, little. little. Do you know what I mean? I know Tilly weren't playing. I think we need to to nail down a a, a solid penalty taker. Uh, okay. And, and and who is that then? For me, it was it is Tilly. It was Tilly. His penalty that he scored was blind. He's missed one penalty. You've got to give him. To be fair, Ali's missed two or three penalties. What is it? Two penalties? So Ali's, Ali's on 0%. 0% and Ali's yeah. penalties are horrendous oh, as well. Really poor. And, They're poor. Always, and the one he scored for Iraq was poor as well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so mine's Tilly. But I said to my boy, Boogle, why has Boogle, Boogle's got a nice touch? He's got a nice finish on him. Why is he not penalty? He's a striker. Do you know what I mean? Step up. I don't Or Reeves or, do you know what I mean? Littles was awful, so he's not taking them again for me. Tilly is our penalty taker, I think. Yeah, but... I agree, yeah. It was a... Was it a penalty? Yeah. Well, was it your end or the other end? No, nah, the other end. So again, yeah. it's hard to say. I haven't seen many replays. I don't. No, I haven't okay. watched any of it back. But for me, it was a nil-nil game, but it wasn't a boring nil-nil. No, I, I mean? no so what I've seen, what I kind they, of see a bit was right. Mansfield are the best team... First half, I've seen us play. They yeah. opened us up three or four times. Johnson, they done him on What was so good about them? They just the way they moved the ball. They, moved they, the ball well there. they keep two at the back and then push okay. everyone else upfield. Everyone, they've oh, got right. a monster centre back. They're not great at the back. That's probably why they can see goals and give chances away. And people can't. We counted counted them so well. But when they moved the ball up front, I forget his name. Number twenty six, Swan, I think it is. He went off in the end, yeah, and Bukis with really dyed blonde hair. He went off at half time. When he went off at half time, we were so much better in the second half. They they couldn't live with us second half because he was running the game first half. And they had if they had Ali playing for him, they yeah. would have they would have won that game three 0 How was he on Saturday? He was he was all right. He he tries. He had a few few nice touches. But he weren't on his game as you, but it was just. It was a good. It was a good game of football. Really good game of football. Really enjoyed it. Even though it was nil nil, it, it I, seemed. Like, it did seem like genuinely seemed like two quite good sides, who, yeah. who I feel like now are probably two at the moment. I know it was we're fourth and they're eighth or whatever, but it feels like two top ten teams playing some decent stuff. Well, they they haven't lost, but they've drawn uh, what a lot eight I mean, games, eight, yeah. eight, and they've won four games. Yeah, they draw a lot of games, which we said before before we put this out uh, last week. I like Mansfield. I like the ground. The stewards were spot on. Their fans, they've got a drummer, which a lot of people hate. I don't mind drummers if they drum pretty well. And he kind of, he had the same drumming noise, the same thing. Over You're not doing again, the whole, you bang your drum and that's... We were singing that, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they have a little corner on the right-hand side that give it to the away fans and the away fans give it back. It's all, it was all fairly good banter and stuff. And I, I like that because it kind of, there's an atmosphere. Like when we missed the penalty, the whole ground stood up and they were all was grand it, Was it last year, Lee, that Wansfield where a load of our fans got stuck in like a case? Burger King. Yeah, <laughs> Burger King across the road. Yeah. Because apparently <laughs> my mates were not there last year and they got That's a coach. It was a Tuesday night. So they got their own off the, I went there last the... night, last year on Tuesday. We went to Burger King before. It got smashed, didn't we? And then we? afterwards, it was like, yeah, all the fans are logged in Burger King. I was well, like, oh, that can't be true. We lost 5 2, and a lot of them went, yeah, we early and went up, back to the we? coach. And the coach was right by that Mansfield section. And a okay. few of their fans come out and started mouthing off to kind of my mates and stuff. My mates can all handle themselves, but they all got on the coach and went. And then apparently, these 
Mansfield fans end up chasing like a load of our shirt fans and into a Burger King, and they had to lock the door to. If you were to get if you were to get chased by loads of fans into one shot, Burger King's probably not a bad shout. Well, Scumfort, we didn't we didn't get chased, but we went into TGI Fridays because it was the only place <laughs> near nearby. No, uh, this is ridiculous. And, and about ten or fifteen Scumfort fans tried to get into the TGI to attack us. There's all these families having meals, by the way. <laughs> tried to get into the TGI Fridays to attack us. We were there was the only place to get a beer unless you walk miles back into the town. And then the, they had two bouncers on the TGI Fridays because it's Saturday game day, and one of them threw threw something and it hit the bounce. But the bouncer knew who they were, and okay. he was he was bouncing in a bar that night. And they were yeah. we were talking to him after, and he was texting me. He goes, "Don't worry, when he comes down later, I'm going to give him a slap." I've told him, and he showed us texts. And this young lad who tried to steam up started going, "I'm really sorry, Mick. I didn't I didn't know it was you. Please don't hurt me when I come to the bar." Right? And he's, "Oh my days." Yeah, why are you steaming TGI Fridays? You, you've been chasing to a TGI. Oh yeah, I, I, I was. We weren't chased into a TGI Fridays. We went into the TGI Fridays, and these lads tried to get don't in. Order a, don't order a pudding. What's that? Well, I, I was I was drinking a what a margarita. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, I've got my margarita glass thinking, who are these guys? No, this is killing me. It's like Malcolm Away. I went up to Malcolm Away once, right? There's when I'm we first... saw you like, like Hawaiian shirts and like drink having I mean, those cigarettes with a little extra bit on the end of it and like oh watch out Millwood turning up. Hide your tequila sunrise. Worst one, Mar- we went up to Malcolm and across from the Malcolm statue, yeah. there's this pub, it's a decent pub. There's a it's like Weatherspoons at the bottom, like proper old school, old pub. But yeah. upstairs a really good sports bar, they've got fuzz ball, couple of pools tables, a punch bag, right, shots, okay. shots are like 50p a shot. We're all in there oh, getting steaming. We're downstairs. These like, I'm talking 12 year old boys come in, speak to my mate, Nick, who's massive. I think you know, Nick, yeah. he's a big guy and said to him, do you want some mate? Like, well, not, uh, do you want some mate in a Northern <laughs> accent? Right. Cause it's, cause, wanna, it's, cause it's pantomime season. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to step out to the stool? No, 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 don't do that. Please don't do that. Accent. And he, he looked at them. He looked, and I mean, these were 12. They were about five foot, right? He looked at them just like laughing. They said, now there's 15 of us outside. Do you want to have a row? And he went, if you just finish your paper row and you come in and then all, like literally we went outside and then they all just legged it. It's weird, weird behaviour. Anyway, Mansfield. Sorry, we've uh, digressed. A we bit. have di- that was a good that was a good diversion. But so, uh, good game of it was a really good game of football. We're playing some Nurfield. I thought was really good on Saturday. Tilly still off it for me. Uh, still a bit off it. Uh, I would. Do you still feel like they play on the right? I mean, I know we're obviously playing well, but I just I feel like they just don't swap enough. I don't see them swapping very much at all. A lot. Of, I presume they like the fact that Tilly might tuck in or whatever. Well, the, but I just the problem, feel like maybe switch, switching would create teams a lot of problems. But the, pro- the problem for me, Dan, is I think we we gave our handout. Well, what we do with Tilly, we said that he yeah. he said in an interview that we, he's got this free role. He can do what he wants. So a lot of teams now double up on him because he doesn't pass as much as he possibly should. He tries to be like the Assal last year, but he, uh, do you know what I mean? He's scoring goals, but now they're putting two on him and stuff because they know that he's going to try and go around you. He's going to try and cut in and then put it in the, the corner or in the, the bottom half of the goal. I think, yeah, I think he, he's the only one who struggled for me. Reeves, Little was just unbelievable. Like, literally, I don't think there was a blade of grass he didn't cover. Uh, he needs to get his barnet cut. It's really annoying. Yeah, it's long, isn't it? He's trying to watch him though, and he's got this his air all over the gaff, and I just thought, oh. How were the um? How was Oggs? Oggs was all right again. Yeah. a seven out of ten. Not, not a seven not out of ten. Brilliant, but not he didn't get roasted or anything. Uh, Johnson first off, 
he was he was struggling. He got done for pace a couple of times. He got turned a couple of times. Joe Lewis is just unbelievable. There's a discussion. There's got to be close to having a look at him permanently, surely. Well, it depends. Someone said that he got we that they they signed a new contract to to kind of uh, their asset, make sure their asset didn't go for nothing and stuff. But because they it, paid money it, for him, must be a great opportunity. He must be right on the list of being recorded in January. He must be the only the, the who's thing the about that. Who's their centre backs? The, the only thing is they play three at the back. They play two fullbacks though in that, and they have one centre back. Oh right, okay. So they play two fullbacks. So they play three at the back, but two of them are fullbacks. So actually, yeah. they only need one centre back. But they said he won't be recalled for the reason of playing. He'll be recalled if we're up there and Stockport are up there. Can you imagine? We're up yeah, there with Stockport. I, 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 I and what, what are they going to do? They're going to weaken a rival by taking him back. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I, and that I could, that could I, I be a worry. I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that at all. So that is that is my worry. Because before, I was like, no, nah, they're not going to recall him. Sunderland are not going to recall uh, Bass. Uh, Joe Lewis is never going to get recalled. They don't play in this. But they might recall him just to go, right, you're... You ain't playing for Wimbledon at the moment because we need, we don't want them beating us to the playoff place. Or do you know what I mean? So, yeah. But, but he he's just unbelievable. Like a, he's it, such it a good centre back. Like a decent, a decent game without like it just seemed to be really two very competitive teams. As I said, I, I didn't see a huge amount of it. We were having a horrific <clears throat> buffering problem. Um, but it was it was just interesting to sort of the fans' expectation of 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 the team now playing against a big team. And Mansfield, to be blunt, I wouldn't say they're a big club, but they're a club that have been playing consistently decent. I mean, I think they're probably possibly playoffs last year. Yeah, they're, they're outside. They're there, they're about, aren't they? They'll be up there this year. And people were saying we've only played teams in the bottom half of the table and, do you know what I mean, we've been beating teams that are not that good. Mansfield was our for me our first real test. I know Stockport, but you've got to count in the fact they missed five players and the weather. Yeah, Mansfield was a proper test. We stood up. We could have come away with three points. I'm not I having mean, Mansfield, this. Mansfield were eighth last year, and yeah. they were and they're eighth by one point because Salford went on that mental and they, and they, they are, had that weird game, didn't they? And they are better this year than they were last year. My my thing is people keep saying, "Oh, if we scored the penalty, that would have been three points. The problem I've got with this drop points because we're not scoring penalties is you don't know what would have happened after. It was an early penalty. You don't know if Mansfield might have thrown more bodies at it, might have come out. And do you know what I mean? Would we have gone further back defensively like we do sometimes? And do you know what I mean? I think we're, with it nil-nil, we still attacked them. I just, this team we've got at the moment, the only problem I've got, and I think a lot of people are raising it, and it's not, sorry, not a problem I've got, but I've seen it raised. Is Johnny Jackson subs and is yeah, he gonna yeah. is that, he gonna pops up a lot? Is he gonna burn out some of the players? I, I trust the judgment of our medical team this year. Uh we've got new physio in. I can't see him playing. I know last year we we killed Ali, do you know what I mean? But we didn't have much else, do you know what I mean? He we were close to finishing second bottom last year, and I think he just went for it where this year we have got a decent squad. I was quite surprised not to see ball in amongst it. But if Reeves and Little are fit and they're ready to play, why not keep playing your best team? Do you know what I mean? So I think for me as well, Lee, is that while you're playing one game a week, I don't think that's a problem. Yes. I think it's absolutely fine. I think the real challenge is when you're going Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, because you go from one game a week, technically, to possibly potentially two or even three if you do I, Saturday, I... Wednesday, Saturday. So it's just that kind of trying to get the balance. But while we're at one one game a week. The other thing as well at the moment is we're one week closer for Kalambai, one week closer to Billa potentially. Yeah. So it's just, I think at the moment, personally, and again, 
frankly, if you're playing one of the top sides of the league, you play your best team. So yeah. I've got no problem, and I'm, I'm, I'm. Con- we'll talk about Bradford later, but I am concerned, obviously, about lack of alley on Saturday. But it, but I, I, I would always, wherever possible, if it's one game a week, I'm picking my best team, and I'm thought I don't need to rotate, I don't need to swap and change. There's going to be plenty of opportunities for change of tactics, change of formation, change of personnel due to injuries. <coughs> International call-ups, this kind of malarkey. So no, I'm more than happy to 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 keep calm and carry on. And to be honest, Saturday in my in my head, that's our best team. I, I agree. You're I think me a cup final tomorrow. That is our team. I agree, and I think we're gonna be uh, we're gonna have to use rotation soon because we're playing Barrow away, Accrington home, and then Morecambe away. Do you know what I mean? So we've got two long trips and a home game in between. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's, he's going to have to use squad rotation, I think, especially and in, in, in the uh, EFL trophy games, will squad rotate. Do you know what I mean? So people are saying they feel uh, McLean's being hardly done by. Don't see it really because at the moment, where who are you bringing him in for? You're not bringing him in for Davison. You're not bringing him in for Pierce, Brown. They're experienced players that we need. we got to remember with McLean, six months ago, he was working as a recruitment uh, consultant, doing a full-time job. Do you know what I mean? And the area's gone into full-time but football. Should he, should he, with that though, Lee, shouldn't the lad just go on loan? No. If Morgan Williams is going to go no. on loan to play games, why is McLean different? Totally different. Right, and I'll tell on, you why. Morgan Williams. And I'll tell you why. Morgan Williams, up until last year, had never played men's football. Right? right. McLean's been playing men's football for Hereford in okay. Conference North or the, or the equivalent to Ryman. So, so, so what's your point? So why would he go on? Why not play and train with the first team every week, week in, week out? Do you know what I mean? And play with Pierce's and Browns, teaching him alleys, uh, boogles. Do you know what I mean? With Nurfield, who's been at Luton and places like that, with Jackson, with your coaching staff. Why go out alone when he's played men's football? The right. the reason why you send people like Morgan Williams and Paris Lock on loan, and we did say Sasu at the start of the season, is to get them experience in men's football so they come back and they can push on. McLean has played probably in some of the toughest conditions, toughest games with proper men who just kick hell out of you. Why do we need to send him on? I get it if you ain't getting game time, maybe. To just to play at a better standard? But he's, 20, he's 23. He's training with players. And why would you send him on loan where he's just moved here? Do you know what I mean? Let's... I, I, it's not well, fo- I Foden. Will, I will. I will tell you for why he's twenty three, and he's played one hundred and twelve games. Yeah. Of those one hundred and twelve games, thirty one is for Newcastle Town, and they are members of the Northern Premier League Division yeah. One West. Ryman Premier League. Yep. And then you've got is that Ryman Prem? Probably just below it. Probably Division okay. One. Maybe. And then Hereford. Yep. And Hereford are affiliated to the Hereford County. What league are they? In? And they're in the southern. They're in the Southern League, Division One South, which must be Ryman South, right? Yeah. He's now gone to Wimbledon. Surely that's a big step up, a, though. Yeah, that, that, that's the point I'm making. Surely there is there's a step in the middle that no, it is worth I, a punt. Maybe I don't think going so at the moment. Conference for a month, no, rather than not playing would do him good. No, I don't think so. He's just moved to the area. He's just moved from the north down. How do you he... know? Uh, he bumps into it at TGI Friday or something? <laughs> yeah, when, when we're getting run by Scunthorpe. <laughs> uh, uh, I, 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 I disagree. I think it's a, a Foden-esque kind of situation. Can you, you keep stop him? comparing no, I know, Bill Foden? Bill Foden. That will upset him. I get Morgan Williams and stuff like that because... But, 
I just think keeping with us at the moment, training and stuff, maybe in January go out on loan, but at the moment, keeping training with Tilly, keeping training with Nerfield, keeping training with Ali, keep him around it. Do you know what I mean? Don't send him out on loan where he's going to get lonely and, and struggle. And we are talking about mental health earlier. Do you know what I mean? You, you, it's, it's a tough place to go for when you're on loan and you're lonely and stuff in new area. Keep him with people that he knows for this season alone. Like, remember, he's 23, so he's not, he, he might have a loan next year for six months and then come back. Don't need to do it right away. Anyway. Right. All right, Dad. Should we move on? Well, if you want to not go on about Phil Foden, then yeah. Phil Foden. Phil. Right, we'll move on. And when we come back, what we're going to discuss is people, well, Wimbledon fans that you bumped into in far out places. Uh, and also, if as a Wimbledon fan, what kind of merchandise you should own to be a Wimbledon fan and what kind of memorabilia do we own? What random for? stuff have you got yeah. in your house? Yeah, Danny's got it. Right, back in a minute. A bush. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. We're back. Uh, we're going to discuss where you've seen uh, Wimbledon fans in far-flung places, uh, what you should own to be a Wimbledon fan, pretty much. Well, not to be a Wimbledon fan, but what kind of stuff do people buy and what kind of memorabilia do you have that, yeah, is like a one-off piece kind of thing. But the, the the first one is I wanted to speak about, Danny, is because a friend of mine, uh, Kate, she went to Napoli or okay. Naples, sorry, not yeah, Naples. Yeah. Well, she went on a little tour of it. Well, it's Napoli if, you, if you're from... If you're from Italy, and obviously you're a man of incredible intellect, and and you're more cosmopolitan than me, so, yeah, so... it would be it would be Napoli for you. Well, I mean, what's yeah. your Italian? What's your Italian like? Uh, ciao, ciao, grazie, uh, scusi, yeah, yeah, like scusi. that. Yeah, <laughs> I've got pigeon, pigeon Italian, pigeon. Italian. It sounds like a pigeon. But it's, as I was saying, yeah. So a friend of mine, uh, Kate Darklin, she went out to Italy with a friend of hers, uh, and they went on a bit of tour of Italy. Finished it with a trip to Napoli, and they were just. Bowling around the stadium, bumped into a Wimbledon fan. Well, guy in a Wimbledon polo shirt was like, That's bonkers. Do you know what I mean? In the middle of like Napoli's ground, massive ground, like, and you bump into people. Like, it's, it's mad. I know a, a friend of mine, Nick, he's bumped into Wimbledon fans in like Spain and stuff. Have you ever bumped into someone like a, okay, so let, let's go through the, the, the tick list. Number one, have you been abroad? to a bar, an Irish bar, all this nonsense in Tenerife, and seen an item of Wimbledon memorabilia up? No, like, have you I, been into the paddies in Tenerife and you've seen a Wimbledon scarf or anything like that? Other bars are available. I've, uh, n- not, not, I've, I go to, obviously, Germany quite a bit to watch football, yeah. as uh, people might know. I don't really mention it that much. I only mention it every other week. Uh, and I was in a German bar in Dusseldorf, and it had all these scarves and all that, and it had, like, 
Chesterfield and Scunthorpe. I was like, shit, get me in a TGI. And then, uh, <laughs> and, then and I was like, there's no AFC Wimbledon one. So next year, when I'm going in April, going back, to, we were going to go Berlin. We're going back to Dusseldorf now because loads of grounds. So you're going to take a scarf with I you? I think I might. Yeah, I'm going to take a Have scarf. Have you ever done that? Have you ever taken no. something deliberately with you to leave? No, because I, I just, I don't know if you're going to go into a bar and they go, no, mate, we don't, like, this is a Milton yeah, Keynes bar. Not, not that kind of vibe. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're kicking off. But yeah, well, we once on my... Is it my stag? My stag in Magaluf when I yeah. first got married, my first marriage. Uh, there, I think I told this story. There was a load of Portsmouth fans who all had to buy a different shirt. Yeah. And, and one guy come in in an MK shirt, and there's all like there's all us like there's like fifteen of us women fans started going mental, and he's like, "Mate, I'm a Portsmouth fan who had to wear this kit. I didn't want to wear it, but yeah." It is a weird thing as well because like whenever I'm away, I mean I. The, Whenever you're away, it's almost like a thing that you want to wear your shirt just to kind of, it almost is a conversation starter. Whenever on a Saturday you go to the bar to watch Soccer Saturday, whatever, you wear your shirt because it's kind of an easy chat and you're watching a bit of football with some Jim who's a Yeovil fan or whatever. Um, but I, I yesterday I bumped into women, well, I didn't bump into women fan as such, but good mate of mine, Matt, he is the assistant manager at Chipstead with Lewis Taylor. Um and I stood there for an hour and a half watching Chipsy this. So he won four one, who played great. I was next to Lewis Taylor's dad. He was hilarious. And bizarrely, he went to same bloke's wedding work, Matt. And uh, I was I was I was put next to Lewis Taylor's dad. It was hilarious. He nice. was absolutely great value. But you always as well with the cricket. Whenever there's an Ashes or whatever, they always and again yeah, it's, it's one of it's my one of those things. I love looking at the flags and one stuff. One of my one of my, my friends owns. The AFC Wimbledon one that's been at the Ashes, the one that oh, was really? at the Ashes. That's Kevin Kev Brogan and uh John John White, yeah, that he owns. That they own that flag and go to. And then there was also Matt Lowndes has the champagne that was up in the rugby yeah. uh, recently. Most, he was wearing the, the Hawaiian shirt, wasn't he? Yeah, the the Wimbledon Hawaiian shirts. Yes, the stuff yes. like that's like random bump into's. That yeah. So I, I, I like your one, far yeah. flung one. Then you come up with chips, did so that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All the problem I got as well though is right. what you said when you're in a bar in Spain, you've got your Wimbledon, got a bit of Wimbledon memorabilia like shirt on, polo shirt or something. Because obviously you said yeah, you want everyone to know you're a Wimbledon fan in that yeah, bar. Yeah, but whatever. Then, it, I don't know why it is, but and then you got some, proud of your team, so you put it on. Yeah, and one one guy like a Stoke fan goes, "Oh, you Wimbledon? Like what?" Oh, what Wimbledon are you? It's like, mate, oh, Jesus. Hate that. Or when you ain't got nothing on, sorry, you ain't wearing your shirt or stuff, and they go, oh, who's you sport? And you go, Wimbledon. Oh, which one? It's like, mate, there's only one Wimbledon, dickhead. The good thing as well is when you're watching a bar and you've got Wimbledon and they go, oh, right, and they like the story, don't know any players. Like, don't, couldn't name you a single player. Well, I um, can't name players from other teams, like no, Yeovil. If I was speaking to a Yeovil fan in a bar, I'm not going to go, oh, old Joe Bloggs up front for you is decent. But what, what, what is, what, I'll tell you the thing that is interesting, though is in the summer, before I went back to school, I went to Kingston with the wife and, you know, did, did whatever we're doing. And I was like, I wonder if I see any of the boys from school. And I actually saw a boy walking around, not from our school, but wearing a Wimbledon shirt. And it is the, one of the weird things is that when I was younger, I very, 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 very rarely saw a boy wearing Wimbledon cap, Wimbledon hat, Wimbledon whatever. But of late, I've seen a lot of random guys wearing Wimbledon stuff Saw a bus driver the other day wearing a Wimbledon cap, and I gave him a two. Just it's it's I'm seeing more and more randomly bumping into Wimbledon fans, and it is it's absolutely brilliant to feel that you're doing that. But I can't remember being in many weird places I, and bumping into Wimbledon, Wimbledon I, fans. I had that the other week in Southend, so I'm driving along in the, the taxi, 
I saw Wimbledon like jacket, like training top. So I gave a bib, undone the window, got up the dons. He's like, what, mate? I said, go on the Wombles. He's like, what? I said, your jacket. He's like, oh, yeah, I used to I used to play for the youth team. I'm at South End now. I'm like, why are you in the Wimbledon one? He didn't yeah, have a clue. Really annoyed me, actually, because I was like, yes, Wimbledon fan in South End. I'm not the only one. There's a few around this here. There's a few in South End. There's one in Westcliff, one in Lee. But, yeah, far from... You know it's just, it's, it's, it is interesting when you're like, you ra- randomly bump into someone. You're like, oh, it's a polo shirt. As I said, I, I, oh, I, I bet... a sticker in the car. There'll be loads of Wimbledon fans who have been in, like, Hawaii or something, and they're walking down the beach, and they'll see a Wimbledon fan and be like, what the... As, it, as I said, it was only because my friend went out to Naples and, yeah, she saw a Wimbledon polo with her mates. It's, so I was like... It's, yeah, I just find it fascinating how that happens. But moving on then from that, let's talk about a very passionate subject of mine, yes. which is random memorabilia. So part oh, you want to go two, with the memorabilia, not the... What we can what do, you we, own. Can, we can do, we can amalgamate the conversation. Because I'm going to get in trouble in this bit. A bit, a bit. Well, in that case, if you're going to get in trouble, then let's accelerate that bit. <laughs> let's get you straight in trouble, son. I was going to say, part two of when you go abroad is going into any tourist shop and these two like glasses, didn't they? And it was like, I'd rather be watching and it would be hand painted Man United oh, or you know I got? Chelsea. I got a Wimbledon glass, like a pint glass, like a tankard, hand painted Wimbledon flag, Wimbledon badge. I'll raise Brilliant, you. it was. I'll You'll raise you. me that. Okay. I can raise you after that. So go on. I will start with the hand painted Wimbledon glass. Right. Over to you. So I'm in Prague. In Praha. Prague. Yep. There's uh all there's this like lo- a couple of shops. And there's quite a few of them, I think, round. They do Russian dolls, but in football colours. Nice, nice. And there's Wimbledon one. Don't look oh, right. anything like the players. So, so uh, this was when Akin Femmer and Taylor were playing. <laughs> and it don't look... And I've got two of them because I've got one for me and one for my boy. One of them, Akin Femmer was... No, Lyle Taylor's like proper like black as they come on it. Yeah, yeah. And the other one, he's like white as you come on. I'm like... That, that, oh, my God. Do you know what I mean? It's so... And they don't look nothing like each other. It was Barge. Reeves is in there as well, little Reeves. But yeah, Russian dolls in Prague. AOC women and Russian dolls. I'll raise you. You can't raise that, mate. I'm raising you, mate. Go on, then. For my dad's birthday when I was younger, we were going around like a garden centre and I saw loads of football players, right, in the kit and they were like, you know, Tottenham fan or whatever. So it was like, a, 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 not like, I'm trying to think of what, what's in the garden, hun? Like, it was like, a, it was like a... A gnome. Got a, it's, it, it's like bigger than a gnome. It's a football player gnome, right? But, yeah. but you know, not with a white beard and a stupid hat. It was a, a, a football player with a ball at his foot standing up. It's Grown. probably... Like from a man-sized Kind, Yeah, kind of, but from the floor to the knees, right? So I'm, I'm got, we're going around the shop, and there's like a Man United one, and it would have you know, Steve Brew or Cantona, I think it was, and all this sort of stuff. Do you know like when you have, when we we're like mid-90s, and you used to be able to get like Rob, the little statue of Robbie Earl, the tiny little thing? Yeah. So imagine that, but more like up from the floor to your knees. So we're going around, I'm like, there is not a chance. I was with my mum, I was like, there is not a chance. There's a Wimbledon one. I turn around the corner. It's a John Fashion one. <laughs> yes, right? And this is I'm gonna I'm gonna get a picture and show you. It's quite tall. It's the blue kit with the yellow little thing. It's got fashion. It's 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 like literally <laughs> the paint is like black paint. It looks ridiculous. But on the back, it's got like a little shirt. You just see the nine fashion on it. And I was like, that is insane. I bought it for my dad. It's still in his garden now. Not Good broken. There. It's still yeah. there. It is sensational. So that's me up to it. Beat that. Right. Well, I've got 
If you've got a half and half scarf, I've lost. No, but half, I and got half and half. Whoever buys half and half scarf should be banned from football. That, I, I totally agree. That is absolutely banned. shambolic. Unless you're a tourist. Different. Okay. What about badges? Are you? Have you got? Yes. Any... Big badge. Okay. I'm a badge oh, okay. collector. No, you're not. I am. I've got. Are you bad? Okay. Twenty-five you badges. About... Yeah, but are you talking about different clubs, different grounds? No, no, no. Just AFC Wimbledon badges. Just AFC Wimbledon ones. Different Wimbledon ones. Why have you got thirty different badges for? Because they're all different Wimbledon or AFC Wimbledon badges. I've got like the where AFC Wimbledon. Where do these? They live in a live? in a little box. I've got. So every time I see a different badge, like I was in Cheddar Gorge once on holiday, going down to Cheddar Gorge, really good place actually. If no one's ever been, I went caving. I probably couldn't do it now. I probably get stuck. But yeah. yeah, really good. And there's a guy who owns a sweet shop and he makes the sweets in front of you. Terry's, Terry's Cheddar Gorge. I don't know, but they make the cheese as well. And then I uh, went in this shop and I had loads of Wimbledon badges, like Wimbledon badges. So I bought wow. them all, bought them all, gave them to my mates. Uh, the other one, which I loved and I told a really uh, white So you got liar. 30 badges? No, about 15, I think it was. And do you yeah. feel that in order to be... I've got 30 badges. No, I've got 30 Wimbledon badges, yeah. Do you feel like if you're a Wimbledon fan, you should have a Wimbledon badge, like a poppy one or whatever? Or just the AOC Wimbledon badge, and you should but wear is, it on. Is that an essential to be a Wimbledon fan? Do you think? Yes. Right? Part... Okay. Interesting. Yeah. All right, carry on. And uh, so, back when we was at Kings Meadow non-league days, we did a uh, fifty-pound or a raffle, and it, at the team photo, you could go in the middle. I think All five right. people. What well, I won, and I was in the middle, and I wore the shirt that that season shirt for it, and I told my boy Jack, like, who's fourteen now. And for years, I lived off this. That that is when I played for AFC Wimbledon, oh, uh, and I was there for that season. I think Danny Kibble was there. I can't remember where the photo is, uh, but I got it somewhere, uh, and I've got that. All the players, and yeah, I played, for, and he believed it for years. He was telling everyone, "Oh, look, this is when my dad played for Wimbledon." Yeah, he doesn't like that story now. I've got, I've got. I tell you what, I've also got, which is pretty cool. I've got cufflinks, right? You you won't know about cufflinks because you're dragged up. <laughs> I bet you're still wearing shirt, the proper nice shirts at weddings with no sleeves. You're one of them, one of them types. Don't so. wear no sleeves at no we- a wedding, no, mate. Exactly. You're just r- rolling it up. You're idea. Probably, you're probably at the reception before you even get there. You've got no actual sleeves. The only thing you do at a wedding is take your tie off, put it around your head. Right. So for those who weren't dragged up and went to grammar school like me, we have longs. So I have the long sleeve, and you obviously get the. Yeah, the, everyone knows how cufflinks work, mate. All right, fine. Well, I've got cufflinks, and then each one are Wimbledon programs. Like a famous nice. Wimbledon program, nice. each side. That well, that is that's a pretty funky little bit. I tell you what, I don't have. And again, we're kind of drifting in a bit into the things that you must have. I do kind of. I feel like I need a Wimbledon tie. I'm just looking at my wife. Christmas is coming. Mm. I feel like I need a Wimbledon tie. Okay, so let's go through some. You reckon that we're, every Wimbledon fan should have a Wimbledon badge? Is that fair? Yep. Scarf? No. Excuse me. That's your twelve. What do you mean? What do you mean? Unless you're twelve? What? Not like a proper? I'm not no. talking. You you don't think? Oh, I, co- I collect scarves. I, I collect scarves. Collect scarves and not own a Wimbledon scarf. What is about here? No, I got. I have a Wimbledon scarf, but I wouldn't wear it to a Wimbledon game. I'm not twelve. But you own uh, one. That's not, well, I have to own one because I collect. Your... As I said, I go to watch football abroad a lot, so I get a okay. scarf from that team because I don't think. But have I'm... you got Wim... Have you got a Wimbledon scarf at home? Yes. Right. So you have a Wimbledon scarf. Yeah, but I don't think you need it. I don't. You know what I mean? It's not As an essential thing that you should have at home. No, it's a part of a, it's part of a cle- it. it's a collectible. Okay. What about then? And this is where it gets tricky. Double parter, a replica shirt, but more importantly, name a number of a player on the back. Only to wear when you're either going to the gym or you're going on holiday. 
or like me, you work, you so live in South End, go, so you wear. What happens if you're like you? You don't go on holiday or go to the gym. You, you should not. You, if you're a grown adult, if you're an adult, or you're over yeah. the age of fourteen, over the age of fourteen, you should. So you not don't be, think it, should no one should they shouldn't have replica shirts? You should not be wearing a replica shirt. That's a game. And what annoys me as well, replica shirt over uh, hoodies. See, that's the thing, and this is where fashion changed. When I was younger, that was the rage. It was go yeah. put a jumper on, don't put a t-shirt underneath the jumper. Put a jumper. Put the shirt over. Pull yeah. the hood out. I'm absolutely loving it. Yeah, life. Jimmy Savile was the rage back then as well, mate. Yeah, that is true. So I was getting locked in the TGI Fridays, I suppose. <laughs> um, it's all about rages. So, but so, and it's weird because I haven't bought a proper, proper replica shirt for yonks. Literally I, yonks. Never would buy one. Never was given one. Didn't want one. I've got last year's fur shirt. And then bizarrely, this year I saw the current. Third shirt, you know, the navy one. Look, yep. is that basically the one you're wearing? And I was like, I really like that. And I feel like I wanted to buy it. I was tempted with the replica, you know, the old retro thing that some of them are wearing, which was yep. the old LNX. Love that shirt. But I decided I was going to go for this year's third. But I, so do, you, do you buy one every year? I, I, no, not really. Because again, I, I'm quite uh, carrying a few extra pounds. So I, okay. I, I really wouldn't. And shirts really for some reason, but, why are they so tight? Yeah, and they come up really tight. They like don't look good. Every single on... match kit. It's like, why, why can't we just have a, a liberal, maybe I'm, I'm really showing I'm 40, but why can't we just have a liberal sized shirt? They always come why up a it, size too small. Got, why is it all got, why is it every single fan, regardless of your age, weight, height, occupation, you've got to be aerodynamic? Come on. No, but it's, it's skinny. Wanna, skinny people look all right. Shirt. I don't mind a woman in a, sh- a football shirt either, but that's my girl. own personal preferences. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't. I, I I like a polo shirt, a women polo shirt. I like the white okay. one. I was going to say. So we think that I like the shorts. I get the shorts quite often because there's Do ones you? with the zips. The women, yeah, the women shorts. Oh, and the zips. sorry, I thought you meant the playing shirt. No, not the playing like, shorts. I'm talking about. Intense individual to get playing. Shorts. No, no, I'm talking about the the, the like the, the, the shorts with the zips. Is definitely out. Unless you're... Of course it is. Yeah, unless you're a kid. Uh, what about like so at a at a game? Do you do you feel like if you're a Wimbledon fan, you should go to a game showing or wearing some sort of apparel, i.e., no. some sort of no? You reckon it's okay just to turn up without any badge on, maybe a hat, but you should have. So you should or shouldn't be showing to the public when you're going to a game that you're a Dons fan. But <laughs> I'm a bit different. I go in different circles to you, you see. So yeah, I, uh, I don't know because people will mug me off now because back in the day, I used to wear a full tracksuit when I was about 15, 16 yeah. and try and pretend I was one of the youth team players and get into areas that I shouldn't be in uh, at Sellers. But no, they have all each to their own and stuff. And as I said, a polo and stuff like that. So what, but so what is then? So a right lot of it now, is. Then, what, and me, what this, have you got? That this is, is me personally. This is me personally, Danny, is because right. I go out usually after games or stuff. I used to go yeah. out after game. You can't get into pubs and some clubs with women's shirts on or football right, shirts okay. on. So you, you wear your little badge and stuff like so that. Unless my it. question to you then is what do you own? What is it? This I own everything right pretty now, much. Right now, well, tell me, talk me through what is. In your memorabilia slash Wimbledon stash, what is in it? Well, I've got about four pairs of shorts, different pairs. The the grey ones were nice. Yeah, I've got shirt, replica shirt, which I don't. Okay. Uh, again, I don't wear unless. Do you know what I mean? Not to a game, but yes. You've got obviously got. A, you've obviously got the Finch polo, obviously. 
the Finch pole I've got there. Yes, the hoodie, yeah, of course. Uh, uh, don't mind a hoodie. Don't mind a hoodie with just a badge on and stuff. But I own pretty much all of it. What about are you? I like the posters and stuff though as well. I think I've got posters like the I've got oh, I forget his name God now, but um, what? Not well, not posters of players. I'm just I'm talking about like Plough Lane and the old Plough Lane. On your wall, you've got a picture of bloody Alex Pierce. I mean, you're actually no, shambles. it's not not on my wall. It's I like... bet you still get Alfie Bendel up from last year. <laughs> no, that's McDoor. He's had to take it down there in tears. He, he hugs it at night. But uh, I mean, Mick, Mick's there in the Alex going, Alfie. I don't, I don't, I don't know he's going, how that would go. Come back to me, house. Alfie. Come back to me. I don't yeah, know. I Northern. just don't know what Mrs. Baker would do if I turned up and I went, here's a lovely po- photo or a poster of Plough Lane, I think. I think she'll just See, go, I, th- I don't think this is for me. I, I can imagine you're one of these people that would have the the curtains, the bed sheets. The... No, I'm actually the opposite. I'm very, imagine. very, very light on it. I mean, I literally have one, well, no, that's a lie. I had two. My sister bought me the yellow one and I got I can't believe I'm going to say this. I got Baker four on the back, which is I think is getting your own really, name sad as well. I that's really, yeah, kid. I mean that is really really rough. I used I've to actually, have. I've actually done that twice when I was younger. I had a win. Do you remember the goalkeeper top, which were like red or like ridiculous? Like yeah. Someone spray, put loads of paint. I got one. My nickname was Rocky when I was a kid. I got one Rocky on the back. Rocky. And like, Rocky, and I was like. And it, it, I can still probably just about and bread See, I can, on. I'm give you squeeze it on now. I can, <laughs> I can give you play. I can, players' names fine. I used to have a cuckoo. I had L. I had Wayne Gray. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> just before he got, just he made one appearance. I was like, love this kid. I got eighteen. Him right I got eighteen wild thing on the back rather than Ainsworth. We're in the championship. See, that's the that's yellow maxi muscle. That's wrong. Like the shirt though. Yeah, but uh, why are you getting wild thing? His name's. Oh, his... I got slaughtered at Norwich away as well. The day that yeah. Nielsen got two, went to that Norwich. Oh, game. I just as a far. I was. Me. I was Father Christmas at that game. Was you? I was dressed as Father Christmas. So Done it at Tranmere away. Got day. I got run again. I got run by a load of scallies. Of course you did. They were going, hey, hey, give us a present, give us a present. I was like, mate, I'm not really Santa Claus. Sorry to. No, sorry to, sorry to disappoint. They're gonna, we're gonna rob your house. I don't, I don't have loads. I've literally got. I've got. I tell you what, I really liked. I liked the zip-up jacket, like the you know the warm-up jackets. Yeah. I got last year's one with the wimble on the back. I, I, really I, the problem I got with that, I got a real All big right. problem with him. Okay, well don't, don't have a big problem. Just have a small problem. They're really nice. Yeah. Except for the writing on the back. No, I actually really like nah, the writing on the back. No, it's stupid. Why? You don't need it. Just it's nice plain jacket. It's really nice. You've got it's the badge. Warm-up jacket. That's the but point. But why? You don't need Darcy Wimble on the back. Really oh, annoyed no, me that know, did. You need to rep. No, I didn't like that. I've got the yellow one, which is well, nice. well the badge I'm ain't never... enough. I I've got the yellow one, which is like you know we are the resurrection badge. Love it. Never wear it because it's just who wears a bright yellow jacket. Like... The problem I got as well is let's be all away. I'm not wearing it. I'm always no, it'd be red. I'm always spilling food down myself, so I can't wear white or yellow or anything like that. Because oh, just just look up. Just don't do that. Well, my missus won't buy me anything white. I go out. I go. What about this? She goes no because you'll get ketchup on it. And yeah, what's then? So. We've got yeah, we've got we've got loads of random stuff. What is the one item that you own that you're most proud of that you've still got, and one item that you have got and you're like, yeah, that was I, that, I shouldn't have done that really. So the one I shouldn't have really bought, and I, it's in front of me actually. I can see it is the pendant from when we played Spurs in the FA Cup at, <laughs> uh, at, at Wembley. It's a pendant. 
What, the one we lost? We did with our time? Yeah. You absolute fool. And I Jafouli. bought... I, I can't remember how Why much I paid that? for it. I don't know, mate. It was one of these things. Ridiculous I was like, oh, thing. I love that. We're never going to play that again. Or something. And then, yeah, it, I can't remember what it's got. It's got Wimbledon versus Tottenham Wembley. Or Tottenham versus Wimbledon at Wembley. Oh, yeah. FA Cup third round. It wasn't even a big terrible. game. Cost me about 50 quid, I'm sure of it. I'm sure it was... That is absolutely yeah. tired. That's not a great buy for... I, mate, <laughs> I, the problem is, I will literally... If it's Wimbledon, I will buy it. So, like, gnomes yeah. and stuff, I will... If I see I, anything I with can, Wimbledon... I can I'll, get that. I can and the one thing I do it. like, I've got... I have got a pair of... Uh, what's it called? I've got two things I do like. I've got a signed uh, Wimbledon shirt, the old white one with... Is it Ellen? The old white one with Ellen? Was it Ellen? Yeah, yeah, that's a nice one, yeah. I got that signed by all the players coming back from the away game. Right? Marcus Gow, all them, oh, uh, John Artson. Got that signed and I can't Frame. remember where it is. Framed, yeah, it was framed. Enough. No, it's oh, framed. Lovely. I don't know where it is though. Really don't know where it is. And I got uh, Sammy Moore's boots from the Ebbsfleet game when he, he didn't That's score that. in them. He played first half, didn't score in them, changed them. Is that Was that the cup replay? Yeah, no, that was at Ebbsfleet well, away when we, John Fashnu we... ran on the pitch. John Fashnu? Yeah, he was there doing commentary or doing punditry. Yeah, but wasn't that, was that the Ebbsfleet game away when it was about to go to penalty? Might do, yes, we yes. Won. And then Sammy Moore scored. playing MK, didn't we? Yeah, and then Sammy Moore scored, but he didn't score in them boots. And the worst thing about that is Sammy Moore actually sold me them boots. He didn't give them to me, he sold he me them. How much did you pay for them? <laughs> I think it was about 50 quid again. Shut up. Yeah. Well, at the game, he was like, give him, I'll give him to me. No, no, this was, I think he was selling them on Facebook or something. He said, I'm, I'm getting rid of these boots. And I was like, well, I'll have them if you sign them. And he's like, yeah, I'll sign them. And he goes, 50 quid. And I was like, all right. And then before a game once, oh, wow. I think it was hard times for him now. I don't think he was on loads of money, but yeah, it's still cheeky. That isn't it? is ridiculous. I haven't, I have, I've got nothing really like that. I mean, I have an old autograph, but which are, which again, and I had, Loads of programs. I don't know where you sit with programs. I used to used to I, buy I them. Probably had fifteen years every single one. Probably bar a couple. Some big name games. Um, I think my favourite Wimbledon memorabilia is actually my mum dad's house. My dad, well, my mum bless her. He obviously my dad went to the cup final. My brother, my dad got the program, so he's got the program with the tickets in it and that sort of stuff in a nice frame, like proper old school Woolworths type frame, but. And it's always, oh, when we were on a younger, the toilet used to be a Wimbledon shrine. She'd yeah. go in and like program stuff on the wall. The, the stupid bloody gnomes in the corner. It wasn't in the garden, it was in the bloody corner. Um, and it was just it was just a wicked, like, you go in, it was like, all right. I mean, it, it was one of them tiny little box, like, you know, tiny like cubicle kind of places. Um, and I remember it, all the Wimbledon stuff was in, in that house. And I, used to, I, I thought it was about, it's a it, great great picture in my younger days i used to buy everything everything like i'd buy i bought the fa cup final program uh i got a ticket off ebay and framed it even though i didn't go to the game because i was only about seven wasn't even a woman fan then do you know what i mean i just bought everything that was i go on ebay now and i look and look, i've got i've had to be stopped because i had a big problem I mean, just buying really i bought big... wimbledon stamps wimbledon oh. fc stamps I, and the good thing now is like my boy is kind of getting involved in it now he, he like match tickets he wants all the match tickets from the games oh, that he's right, gone that's to quite sweet so he's collecting I mean, all them, and I think he's Matt, framing them. The Matt and his, and you know all the other guys in the club shop because I went in there and some of the stuff looks bonkers. Like Do we have Wimbledon like, ducks yet, like proper yes. rubber ducks. No rubber I think, ducks. I think I've seen those. I need the rubber ducks. Not a wooden one. Was like golf, like you know, like you've got like if you're hitting a golf tee, 
you can put the little um the, the sleeve on the top of the driver and that's what yeah. you're I don't know what they're called. Mate, but, some um, places, yeah. um, I went to Dortmund last year, didn't I, Bruce of Dortmund, and we went in yeah. their club shop, and I'm telling you, they sell everything in Dortmund, cut, like everything, every, like they'll have a coffin in Bruce of Dortmund, cut, like in there. They had, they had barbecue stuff. You could get, uh, you know, the burger flipper, yeah. one of them, Bruce of Dortmund burger flipper. You could get a Bruce of Dortmund pots and pans. It's just mad, man. Like this is just crazy. But yeah, I, I think we move on because we've been a, waffling for ages but yeah let us know the memorabilia that you own anything that you're proud of the things I that you love a really good picture of something absolutely mental i will get a picture of the um Sabutio of the thing of the gnome thing and, I'll and then you'll be like that is it's in the garden now you'll be like that is ridiculous yeah let let us know what you got and and buyers that you just think why have i bought this but it yeah, was that would be brilliant and, uh, i'm gonna go around yeah. my dad's i'm gonna start taking loads of pictures it'll be absolutely yeah, get, get involved right we come back we'll preview the uh, game against Bradford on Saturday The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans So we're back for the final part of the episode uh, we're going to be discussing Bradford on Saturday uh Usually you look at it and think, well, this is going to be, a, well, I think it will be a tough game. But you look at it and think, right, this is going to be a really tough game against one of the teams that are going to be up there. They're really struggling this year, Bradford. I know they just recently sacked uh, Mark, Mark Hughes, Hughes and Which Glenn Hodges. Uh, I couldn't believe how, that they actually managed to do that. We're even favourites to win. They're 5-2, to two, which is a big price for Bradford. But then they have, they've lost to Tranmere, who we battered. They've lost to Walsall, uh, who we battered. Are yeah, they are they going to miss? Are they potentially missing anybody international? Bravery? I'm not sure. Unfortunately, I'm not. They're sitting in 14th, one four, drawn four, lost four, minus one goal difference. So they're pretty much what a mid-table team at the moment, like we were last yeah, year before our run. Always but... got what's his name up front. They've they got Cook, and they yeah. yeah. It's I like Bradford because right. I'm meeting up with a couple of Bradford mates. Uh, who come come to the game and we go out there with them. We won't be an issue because we're going to Dublin. But yeah, they're good lads. Really like them. I really like Bradford. Bradford's a great away day as well. Great strip of bars. But yeah, I'll be meeting meet up with a guy called Mike, who's a massive Bradford fan, having a few beers with him before the game. It's always good good laugh, good banter. But yeah, hopefully we'll uh, we'll beat them. My worry is no alley on Saturday, Danny. I think that's uh, massive, massive, mate. Are you throwing Davison in or are you putting Bugle and Pell? I think I think the difficulty with that being at home is that I kind of feel like we need to be on the front foot, and I don't overly think it suits us. And I think that the way that Ali plays away from home with his speed, I think it, him um, and Tilly and um, completely forgot the name of the winger, uh, Nerfield, Nerfield. those guys really really benefit from playing away and being quick. I feel like at home. They can sit back, and without a someone who's going to run a bit quicker, I think if you play Pell and you play Bugiel, I just I, I, we've got they're two very very similar players, and it will change the way that we play. So I think he'll go for Davison, but Davison, I know it's a bit of a weird one because he scored the last time I saw him play at home, but I find him very 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 non-offensive. Yep. And I think he can be very, very easy to play against. Yeah. So that's my my major concern. Whether they do something a bit different and maybe play Boogie and maybe bring Tilly as a ten, and they put Sasu on the wing, so you're playing kind of instead of 
Pell and Boogie, or you're playing Tilly and Boogie, until he's got a bit more of a freer reign and he maybe get behind, or even Sasu. I personally just feel like if you play Davison, he's very easy to manage. But I mean, what are you what what are you thinking? My my worry with that is uh, morale uh, and 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 not starting Davison when he's meant to be the what third choice striker, and he's not. You don't start when your big striker's away. It's going to be a bit demoralising for him, really. I'm with you, though. I, I, I just don't think he's good enough at the moment, unfortunately. No. I don't think he has been. He's slow. He looks trudged when he comes on. Uh, I I think he might start with Pell and Bugle because at least Pell can go into yeah. that midfield and we can take that over. But then it does, they're not offering us a load of pace up front. And my worry with Ali not playing is where Tilly's off the ball goals-wise, where are goals coming from on Saturday? Because uh, defensively we look solid, do you know what I mean? But going forward, I think we do look a bit wide. But then, if Tilly can find some form, Nurfield can. Nurfield is needs a goal because he ain't scored since preseason, is it? No, I, I, don't, I don't think he has. I can't remember he has, but yeah, it's a sellout on Saturday, which is good news as well. We're sold out. That's good. So, I just Curry being back is huge for us. He's massive. Reeves yeah. little start again. I'd have Nurfield one wing, Tilly the other. And then it is the choice of the strikers, really. Does he go with Davison? I think I he think, will do. Yeah. I think, think he will? will. I think the Tranmere did a game winning 4-1 at home was a massive, massive relief for the fan base and for what appears to be the the bock, if you like, the fact that we yeah. kind of struggled at, at home. Um, I guess it would, it's just playing at home without Ali, it doesn't necessarily suit our style. And I think... No. We are set up to be quite a quick counter-attack team and this sort of stuff, the way that we kind of play. And I feel like it it suits us being away from home. So I, I, I'm I'm a little bit concerned. And I said missing out on Ali is, is huge. And again, if you took Cook out of their team, I think they would be relatively lightweight as well. So... Them not without Mark Hughes. I think it's I think they're can't remember just Kevin McDonald. He's played for Sheffield United. And yeah, Fulham. not not hundred percent. Centre midfielder. He's been playing for them, and now he's he's managing them. Um, and it was an interesting week because Mark strange. Hughes went as did Neil Harris, which was quite an interesting week. But it's strange, Arnie. strange how they haven't recruited yet because weren't it? It's been a week, and it at least or two he since he got sacked. Yeah, and they so, haven't recruited. And I don't know what they're doing, but so. I feel I feel like it's a, it's a real it's a it's a fantastic opportunity for us. Yes. Um, if you think about the league table now, I mean, like I said, we're fourth, um, but win a win we're top, yeah. and our goal difference, by the way, is well one of the best in the. And league, this this is what George was, was saying. Last time we ever we ever got we were ever that. I mean, it's ridiculous. And it? this is what George plus ten. That's outrageous for I us. I know. And this is what Gillingham got minus one. This is what uh, George was saying on the pod the other week. This month is huge for for the club because yeah. it is. We are playing League Two football teams. Mansfield. We have Bradford. You know what I mean? They're solid League Two football teams. We then have to go to Barrow and Morecambe, and yeah. then squeeze Accrington in again. Who we all know yeah. are ugly side that can beat anyone sometimes. So, yeah, I. It's massive for us on Saturday. Good for Bradford. will bring their four allocations, so they'll make loads of noise. Should be a good atmosphere down there. I do worry about us missing Ali, but we have got strength in depth. I hope Evans is back at least to make the bench. Yeah, uh, well, where, where's he been? He's had a hamstring tweak or something. So it's worrying me, that, as I said, with these two, not worrying me, 
it's just we signed two players. Lakin's not about it now, and Evans has played one game since he signed. Do you know what I mean? And then, as I said before, we should have done with another striker in with Ali gone. We could have done with that striker. And we said earlier in the podcast with McLean sitting out now, not being near it, we got two players who were injured. And do you know what I mean? They're only on loan until January. So, yeah, hopefully we'll be back and on the bench at least. Gives us another attacking threat because we need it on Saturday. So McLean might even make the bench on Saturday, Danny, because obviously no alley. So Davison might start or Pell might start. We need an attacking option off the bench. So I just, like I said, it, it, it will just be a per. I personally, I'm, I'm pretty much going to try and keep ten of the same players in. Um, hmm. It will just be it. If I'm really, uh, it, would you have taken? Or would you have been happy with having an international break so we keep Ali or keeping momentum up because we've we've won what we've taken seven out of nine. Where where were you sitting? Would you rather have gone right? Go on, Bugu. Off it goes to Lebanon. Bearing in mind as well, if they go, there's a possibility they can come back injured because obviously Ali's playing. In but I don't think he's been called up for Lebanon, has he? No, but what I mean he, is, you can't you... just send him away. You can't just send him to Lebanon and say, I know "Knock that. on the manager's door I and see if you can, you can play." All I'm, all I'm saying is, would you have been happier to play the game to keep momentum up, or would you rather have another player be called I'd, up and we don't play? I'd yeah. rather, I'd rather we had another player called up and the game was postponed. Okay, only because I think. So we We've, lose the momentum, if you like. Because yeah, not really. You get off. you get a week off. You get you get to rest your players. You get to rest players that have been. We reason little both been out this season, so you don't want them overworking. Curry's only just coming back. Gives you another week with getting Paul K and Pillar on grass. Maybe get a behind the closed door games for the players that ain't playing, like McLean and the other two I've just mentioned. I know what people are saying. Ali is massive to us this season. I don't care what yeah. people say. Do you know what I mean? Uh, we'll, we see it when he was missing before how we weren't scoring goals and stuff. And uh, yeah, he is massive. Bradford on a Tuesday night at home is a lot better than uh, I think under the lights when we could be uh, in and amongst it. Yeah, for me, it gives you that week where you can rest players before we have three really tough games. I think people forget how far Barrow is away and how far Morecambe is away. And we've got to come back and play on Tuesday night in between them two. Do you know what I mean? That is is the two very long journeys. Yeah. Two long journeys plus a home. We could have done without the home game against Akron, to be honest. But I totally yeah. agree. I think that is a. If you're talking about people being leggy or whatever, that yeah. that is that that's a that is a. I expect a to see rotation game. in them them three games, but yeah, yeah I, I know people will disagree with that. They'll say, and I think you are with momentum and stuff. But resting players nowadays is huge, especially with the amount of games that you play and stuff. So, okay, with that in mind, then go on in. I'll go a draw. Okay. Well, do you want to go any further than that, or I'm not not telling you my predictions anymore because I will send them over in the spreadsheet. Of and will. I'm not telling anyone because I don't want people to just copy with me what I'm doing and then because I'm there and amongst it, I don't want uh, people cheating. So it's annoying because I kind of I said on the I said on the pod that we were going to win, so I said we're going to win. But when I got to the game on the Saturday, I thought, yeah, this is a draw. I thought maybe one one. So I said I one one. I, I said I know you did, and I said we'd win, and it it, it cost me, which is disappointing because I kind of lost points there. But I, I'm I'm in the in the sake of integrity, I'm not like you who's going to cry his eyes out to everybody. I'm I'm gonna, whilst wearing one of my foot my Wimbledon memorabilia bats buttons, if you like, I'm I'm going to just get my shirt on and get the old cufflinks out. I am going to say we're going to win two one, cool. and I'm going to put it out there right now. 
I think Nerfield's going to score. I've said it. It's out there. You don't get extra points for that. You know that. Well, well, no, but no, but what I do get is if Nerfield scores, the, the fans just take the old cap off and go, "Yep, you're right, Danny." You're All right, you're just saying like you didn't hide in a harvester when we played the oval or anything like that. <laughs> you sound like Vicky from the Vicky Pollard there. No, but you're about no, but. What's the worst restaurant you have to hide in if you if you were a fans group were just attacking just to finish off this whole episode properly? Is Harvester the worst place to to, to nah, hide? because good decent salad bar, bar sorry salad bar, it's decent, isn't it? Or you can eat salad. I don't feel like you weird because I don't eat salad. I don't eat salad anywhere anywhere else. But I go yeah, Harvester. No, I, know, I know you don't. I go I Harvester every day. I go I Harvester and I'm up at that salad bowl like no, yeah. But you, yeah, Thousand Island sauce roll, all over it. The though. bread roll you can throw. What did you just say? Thousand Island. Yeah, fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, fantastic. Love the bread. They've got to the come out. Rolls, one, though. The, nah, you, say you, you can Throw them through the door. No, no, no. You say where? Treacle. Come over here. Can treacle. I have a warm bread roll, please? Or no tip. So. But I feel like you couldn't hide in a in a curry house from football thugs. I just don't think that works. No, because I'd be too tempted to sit down and have you a. You'd be sitting there. Can I have a, two more barges here, mate? I have a chicken korma. Oh, our rice, Jesus. garlic naan. This is a really frustrating time. Glass of cobra, please. Glass Thank you. Cobra. Right, anyway, that's us. That's us done for another that, episode. That that was us. Um, please, please, please send us your extremely mental memorabilia. I don't want to play games. I, I want to see life-size gnomes. I want to see ridiculous shirts with ridiculous people's names on. I want to see who's got the quirkiest item. Yeah, and and the ones that you you think I wish I'd never bought that. Or I'm the expecting or the misses. A Wimbledon lighter. I'm expecting a, a life size poster of Roger Joseph. I'm expecting underpants with names on it. Or that's what I'm looking for. Uh, a bread like, bin. A bread bin. I, I, I want to hear from the people that have gone out and they've spent a grand on like a uh, Duncan Jupp signed shirt, and the misses is fuming with them. Please don't come to us with number plates. Not interested in number plates. Personalize one nine eight eight WFC. No, not interested. Let's move <laughs> on from that. That's not what I'm talking right. about. Right, we're, right. We're, that's us finished. No number plates, but yeah. Thanks to the uh, sponsors of the podcast, the uh, Season Masters, uh, Gary Fletcher and the lads down there. Uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. Uh, and that's us done for another episode. The number one AFC Wimbledon podcast. The one was at a dream. Come on, you dons. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.